you are now listening to Los Speaks. That's right. Hey, how's it going? I'm Los. And, uh, I feel like I'm getting more conservative and more conservative by the day. Uh, what I mean by that is that I used to be real liberal, real emotional about things. I, I would, I had a friend, I still have the friend, he's a great friend of mine. He was very conservative, still very conservative. And he would do politics, say politics about Trump and the wall, uh, immigration, you know, racism. And I, I called him out every single time. I would tell him you're, you're racist. You know, even though he's friends with a guy named Carlos, you know, great friends with him. It, I used to call, I used to tell him, you, you have no empathy for these people. You know, when, when the Muslim thing was still coming around, the Muslim ban, I'd be like, what about Trump? And he hates Muslims. And he would tell me, Muslims hate you. They hate your freedom. They hate gays. You know, why, why do you want them in here if they hate everything you like? There are some good ones, right? But the majority of them are, are bad. They're bad people. And I would say, you're fucking racist. And I would now, I, I don't know. As, as time is going on, I hear every single day, racism. There's some sort of racism. Every day, white people are oppressing black people. You know, I, I appear to be a white guy. And some would say that's I have white privilege because of it. But I don't feel like I've had very much privilege at all. I worked hard to do things that I wanted to do and get. You know, I, I, I tend to be on top of the field that I'm in when I'm in it. When I'm bartending, I was, you know, a very great bartender. People loved my bartending, my mixologist skills. And now uh, in this new job I have, and it's relatively new, you know, and I feel like I do better than uh, the person that came before me. I work hard. I've also struggled, you know, and with a name like Carlos, I'm definitely a, a minority. I come from a Filipino family. My dad is white, which I don't know much of his heritage. I, all I know is my grandpa says that we're a quarter, you know, a Native American, Indian, whatever you want to say, not dot but feather. And yet... They're, they're, I'm, I'm called white privilege and racists, racist. Uh, you know, I do make jokes, you know, those black jokes. And, uh, you know, I've used the, the N word. Never used it to call a black person ignorant or anything. I, I've never used it in front of a, uh, 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 a black person because I know it's not a good thing to use in front of them. But if he saw I was using it around my friends, uh, you know, my white friends, I have black friends, maybe just a black friend, but it's not because I'm racist because I'm friends with all races and creeds and people, you know, I just don't like a lot of people. <laughs> it's, it's not a race thing at all. Uh, it's your personality. It's, you know, maybe your style. 
you know, uh, there's lots of reasons to hate somebody and, you know, and I feel there's more dicks than there are racists out there. So some people come off like jerks and they think that they're entitled. And this is a pure example, uh, enough about me, a pure example recently, we had uh, the Starbucks in, uh, where was it? It was in uh, Maryland, perhaps, I don't remember. It doesn't even really fucking matter. They're all over the fucking place. I think it was like New York or some shit. I don't know. But uh, these two black gentlemen, they sat down. Uh, they didn't order anything. They sat down for about 15 minutes before one of them wanted to use the restroom. They were asked if they've purchased anything, and you're not to get a password for the bathroom unless you've purchased something. It seems pretty straightforward here. Um, they threw up a fit because I guess some people would say, oh, I got the code before buying something, you know, or it, but they're sitting there with their coffee cup in their hand, obviously a paying customer. So they sat down for about 15 minutes before they were uh, asked for the bathroom. They, the lady said, no, white girl, white barista says no. Um, and they, I don't know, there's no video of this, but perhaps they got, um, a little angry what because I'm, well, I'm black because uh, uh, who knows what it could be but they got riled up and she asked them to leave as as it is policy you should leave because now you are trespassing and they decided to sit and wait it out so the cops come more cops come the black sergeant uh, comes in and asked them to leave another avoidable situation no and so yeah they get arrested it's like I think do you think if people even care who uses the goddamn bathroom it's like I don't fucking care just fucking buy something and I'll give you the fucking key it's so fucking simple but sometimes it's uh I see a lot of these these uh this black crime or not the black crime but rather the black lives matter where they're saying these people are you know they're def they're they're not bearing any arms. They're not doing anything wrong. But yet we see these video of uh, we see these videos of them not uh, obeying a, uh, an order given to them by police. You know, easily avoidable situations in which you all you really need to do is listen to them. But no, it has to escalate, and then it's a big fucking thing. The cops are racist. I mean, why are we? In, in this time where, I mean, we call out racism like that, like so easily without knowing anything about it. You have to look into these kind of things. Uh, the guy that uh, was just selling CDs and got choked out, and he got choked to death. You know, the cops asked him to leave. They asked him, they asked him orders to put your hands behind your back. No, they re he refused. He kept resisting. They're going to use force. You know, uh... And I see it all the time. It's just like they, they're not obeying the orders and they're not putting their hands behind their back. It's so simple. You put your hands behind your back like that and you are not going to get punched in the face. Uh, and yes, it, it, let's not get me wrong here. It, it's shitty when police punch somebody. I mean, it's real shitty. But it's all avoidable. And as a citizen, as a, a, someone in this society... You need to know that there are rules. You need to understand that breaking them uh, come with consequences. 
And so when you resist them, when you yell at a cop, you're going to get hurt. I work a around a lot of uh, smart people and leftists, uh, socialists, and, uh, you know, I have great conversations with them all. You know, uh, we were talking about immigration. And I asked him, well, let, let me put this in context. We got into a, a little thing about immigration, and I said, hey, you know, my mom was, is an immigrant. She migrated here legally. And uh, before I had an opinion on uh, immigration, I'd asked her. I asked her, what do you feel about it? And she's a conservative. She's a conservative Filipino woman of person of color, you know, just as oppressed as any sort of nation would be Philippines, man. Are you fucking kidding me? Philippines is a terrible fucking place. It's a shit fucking hole, all right? But my mother comes from there, and it's, I have half of my blood is Filipino. And also the reason why I have a Spanish first name. And I asked her, you know, how do you feel about this whole thing? You know, Trump's trying to, and back then I was really against Trump and I was real liberal. I'd say, well, uh, Trump's just trying to deport all the Mexicans. And, you know, she said, no, just the illegal ones. And well, what do you mean? Well, there are people that come into this country legally, you know. And now, yes, it's a shame. Let's say you made it here because you were being oppressed at your place uh, in Mexico and you had to flee it. You know, and there was no waiting. You had to go in. But we're seeing them make families for years, and their families are having families, you know. And we're going 25 years, and it's such a shame that you couldn't, you know, once you got here, it takes a year or two to do this, or at least get it started. And then if we let, let's say we just, like, give the guy a citizenship. Okay, you got grandfathered in. That's just going to encourage, like, more people to try to get here illegally, live under the radar for the amount of time that it takes to get grandfathered in, and then what? Migration. For people like my mother who went through it the legal way, it, it's, it's not fair. In a society where people are looking for fairness all the time, it's not fair, it's not fair. I should get free education and I should... You know, in this case, it's absolutely illegal that they're living here. They can't start your citizenship here at uh, breaking the law. It doesn't look good. It doesn't mean you're going to be a very good citizen in the end. Because ultimately, look, you are not, not you specifically, but the, the immigrants. And I, I grew up around that. I grew up in Anaheim, California. There's a lot of Mexicans in there. And I'm friends with a lot of them. And, you know, some of them, I even lived with one that wasn't illegal. Great guy. Even this roommate, he broke the law. He was driving a car. You're not even supposed to be driving a car. Like, how are you, how do you want to live in this country without doing the things that all American citizens can do? You want to live here illegal? It's like, I think about it sometimes. Like, I, would, I can totally be a, a hustler. Just live a, a no man's life. No name. I go around city to city scamming people out of their money. And I just move on. I mean, I think about it. It would be an easy life. But, you know, I think about the, the house situation. How would I even get a car? Like, what would happen if I got arrested, if I was driving that car, if I got pulled over and then got arrested? There are consequences. And it's like they're ignoring these consequences. And, like, people are like, oh, we... Now I uh, hear uh, someone brought up at work that uh, California's 
gardens and farms or whatever, they're a lot of the veggies and fruits and shit are they're spoiling because all the immigrants are being deported. Well, shame on you for getting cheap labor, but I've always believed that this should be a, a teenager's job. This builds character, and then you're going to be like, well, fucking teenagers don't do a good job anyways, and they're just fucking, you know what? You charge them by the pound. You get, that's and, and motivates them to pick more. I mean, I worked summer jobs. You know, build your character. It, it gets you some money so that you can go out with your friends, buy the Cokes, buy the burgers. They're using that as an example, like, oh, okay, so now California has to charge more now for veggies because all of them are spoiling because immigration was so important. Like, what? What kind of logic is that? That now, okay, so legal, uh, so illegal immigration is going to save everybody's fucking food. That's fucking bullshit. So our food's, like, going to be bad now because we don't have Mexicans picking it. What kind of left-wing bullshit is that? You're just not thinking about teenagers that can have jobs. Oh, and you just shut off, oh, they're not going to do a good job. Are you fucking joking me? That's your answer to it? No. It's like, what are we going to let them do? You're, you're what? You're just fine with them being on the YouTubes all fucking day? Spoiling their minds on this fucking idiotic media that's everywhere? I, I turn it on everywhere. It's fucking idiots on TV spewing out bullshit. You got fucking Stephen Colbert, who used to be a fucking cool guy, but he, you know, bashing rights and left, you know, and it's, it's weird. I wasn't always on the right side of things. And... You see it way more once you get into the spectrum of seeing liberals and how they are just, they just think with their heart, which is not a bad thing, but equality of outcome and not equality of rights. They want rights to be different for different people. How is that even, how are you supposed to keep up with that? Like the gender issue. Like right now, I'm glad that I don't have to remember anybody's stupid fucking pronouns, but I'm not... I'll fucking, I guess I'll just be like, if you want to be called a, a she and you're a he, I'll call you that. It's not a big fucking deal to me, but you can't fucking force me to do it. And then we'll, we're seeing that in a lot of countries, uh, Canada being one, uh, in the UK, you can't, it's, it's considered hate speech. You can't detect hate speech on AI, according to Facebook. They're, they're having troubles detecting it, uh, according to Zuckerberg. And what is hate speech? Uh, something that someone thinks is offensive is hate speech? You have uh, these comedians that can't even make jokes anymore. There's a French-Canadian uh, 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 comedian who uh, made a joke about somebody in the news or something, and they got, they got arrested for that joke. A comedian making a joke. And that's from Canada. Who people go, oh, they, make, they have free health care. They're a great country. I mean, they're a great country, I, I'm sure. Beautiful culture. But they don't have the Second Amendment or the First Amendment there. And it's a terrible place to live there. They just bowed down when uh, the queen came by and said, I'll take this land. They're like, oh, yes, ma'am, we'll put you on our money. We want to be like them. Not me, man. Gun. Gun control, man.
I don't hear a lot of it too much. I get it from uh, my buddy Nick. He wants gun control, and it doesn't matter what the gun is. It, you change something on one little piece of the gun, it becomes a whole different thing. And you know, they're banning things so quickly. Uh, you know, people die every day from using their cell phone in their car. Why haven't we banned cell phones? Guess what? We put rules that you can't use them, but people are still dying from it. Isn't that weird? You know, there was a uh, Maryland uh, Maryland school. That's I think that's where I was thinking earlier. A Maryland school. Uh, the kids were there's seven kids who all slit their wrist using a pencil sharpener knife that's in there, like a pencil. You know, the pencil sharpener, and you can unscrew the little blade that's in there. They cut themselves with it. Cut their wrist with it. They didn't die. But now the the school banned pencil sharpeners for the children. Uh, you know, and when I was growing up, my grandpa, my mom's side grandpa, real Filipino guy, real man, he would sharpen his pencils with his fucking knife. I got a buddy at work says, you know, his dad sharpened pencils with a knife and not, he has a kid. And he's, he was going to give the kid a knife at six, you know, a pocket knife. Because he told the kid uh, very early on that you can have one of these when you turn six. Six came around so quickly, and he had to get the knife, and he was worried. And he asked his father, and his father said, "I wouldn't be caught dead without my pencil sharpener when I was in the you know sixth grade, or the first grade, or something." Like every guy had a little pocket knife for sharpening pencils. Why didn't we have more stabbings then, or people slitting their wrists then, when there wasn't any restriction on it? I'll tell you why. Because nowadays we have people on fucking drugs. And I'm not talking about pot or alcohol. I'm talking about fucking pharmaceutical bullshit that does exactly what it's supposed to do. Get you fucking high. Get you low. Get you stimulated. I've taken, I've taken these, uh, these, these speed pills, Vyvanse, Adderall. I've taken them. Matter of fact, this thing I fucking drew mostly on fucking Adderall. It gets you to buckle down and work, man. And it's like speed. I'll spend eight hours drawing on freaking for nothing, you know, for a piece of art. I could have used that energy anywhere else. It doesn't matter where I used it, but it's still, and I'm done meth. It felt like I was on meth. And you're giving this to children. How do you, this, it, undeveloped minds too, you know, they're not fully developed. And then this is what happens. You have people that, that grow up mentally ill without like, even really knowing the signs of it. Then you have people shooting up fucking schools. And then we want to ban the fucking guns. When, not even just guns, just the fucking, the, the, the assault rifles, quote unquote, that aren't doing anything. It, they sit there until you press the, the, squeeze the trigger. What the fuck is wrong that we're banning things like that? Like cars are, make accidents have accidents every fucking day there's millions of them a day I wouldn't say millions but there's a lot of them a day we don't ban cars we just make them safer in UK people are getting stabbed like crazy there's no guns in the UK but people are getting stabbed like crazy now there's people throwing acid in people's faces this is fucked up shit now they're looking to ban knives I grew up very liberal, man, and 
as I start growing up, man, this is fucking crazy. Uh, it started with Antifa. Like, I started seeing, yeah, these Nazis are coming in. And I was like, yeah, fucking white supremacist Nazis. Fuck those guys. And yes, you should. If you fucking come across a Nazi, a real Nazi, not just someone you think is a Nazi that you are like judge and jury, uh, uh, you're fucking executioner of this fucking guy, you need to make sure. Like, the biggest thing is that he has a fucking swastika on his fucking belly or something tattooed on him. He's obviously a white supremacist. You should fucking punch him in the face. Yes, you're going to get arrested. And that's what Antifa is all about there. They were out there just claiming people are Nazis, fascists with a point of the finger. That person's a fascist. Let's fucking get him. They're just as violent as, as, as someone that they claim is on the right is. Like, I don't understand this. This is crazy. What the fuck's up with people putting swastikas on them anyways? It's like uh, Edward Norton, man. It's like, you, if you didn't, did you not watch that movie when you got, before you got that tattoo? That guy regrets getting it. Stomps a guy's face into the, into the curb. Just bite the fucking curb. And, you know, I know it's a movie and shit. But people change. And so you're going out there punching Nazis that you think, you're like, Richard Spencer's not a fucking Nazi, dude. He just fucking is a, an idiot, a dick. He's not a goddamn Nazi. And I have friends on Facebook that are like, I'm a fucking Nazi puncher. I'll fucking punch a Nazi. And to them, a Nazi is not just a fucking white supremacist. It's anyone who's on the right who supports Trump. It's just about that. Uh, another friend on Facebook says right this. He goes, uh, POTUS, pick of the undeniably stupid. So what? If someone picks a Republican, they're undeniably stupid? Are you? This is stupid liberal bullshit. And for what? I mean, dude, Trump is stupid. But to pick him... To say people that picked him are stupid, it, no, it's ridiculous. He's created so many jobs. He's not a very good speaker. Homeboy bangs porn stars. Like, dude, fucking sweet fucking shit right there. He gives a shit what he did before that. P-tapes, ugh, gross. But you know what? R. Kelly, fucking, I still will sing, I believe I can fly. People enjoy and love Michael Jackson's music still, even though that he's a fucking pedo. There are double. There are standards everywhere, and I'm caught in the middle, looking at all this shit and going, "This is I don't know. It's something flick, it, it flickered after after Trump became president. The liberals came out in bunches, screaming at this guy. And for what they keep saying he's racist, they, but you can't get them to say anything that he says that's racist. He because he doesn't say anything that's racist. And you know what is even more racist when I go when they say. Trump race, I go, what about Ben Carson? And then they say, Ben Carson's not even a real black guy. That's, what, that's not fucking racist? To say that, when you say that there's this cognitive bias and people are racist, you're racist for thinking that kind of shit. Because I live my life without trying to think about that stuff. And you know the reason why I thought about it is because people on the left are making it a thing. Like, I've never ever thought a black person is inferior to me ever in my life now i've thought about different people that are inferior to me because i'm better at them at certain things yes 
but never because of their skin color. And I don't see the color of people's skin in, in the way people imagine. It's like, I, you know what, what people mistake racism for? For looksism. That's what I call it. You know, when people are walking down the street wearing a fucking hoodie, looking sketchy with your pants past your fucking butt cheeks, you're a suspect. You look like someone that's up to no good. Tell me what kind of self-respecting person, a law-abiding citizen, wears that kind of, walks around looking like that. It's simple. You know, wear a fucking something that looks nice. Even if you say you look nice, you can't, it can't look gangster at all. Because you know what? Gangsters are part of gangs and gangs commit crimes. And I'm not talking about the gang. Oh, me and my friends, we're the gang. It's like, no, we're talking about fucking where I grew up, there were gangs. L.A., Orange County, there were gangs. You couldn't walk a, a street at night because you know they'd be there whistling at you. I grew, I, I, when I lived with that illegal immigrant, I, it was in Fullerton. And Fullerton in that area was, it was New Mexico over there. It was, there were nothing but tacarias and coronas everywhere, tacates. And you couldn't walk down the street without them hassling you, harassing you. And even if you looked the part, you looked like another cholo, they'd ask you, hey, where are you from? I say, where are you from? And they used their bias. They looked at you and thought you were this or that. You know, hey, what's up, white boy? Gringo. Come, Ben. Ben aquí, puto. And, you know, even I'm not the best dresser, but if you present yourself not like you're ready to commit crime, because guess, you know, the music, the music culture out there, bitches committing crimes, doing drugs. You know, the cops, they know what's in those lyrics. They've read them. They at least understand. If they haven't, they at least understand that it's it's up to no good, up to illegal activity, and that's all they see. You're going to get looked at different. When I put my mustache up and it's styled up, I get you get looked different. It, it's not hard to just create an illusion, you know? It's, it's probably better to create an illusion to get people to think that you're something like everything now is like oh be who you are be who you are like yeah be who you are but you know not everything is going to be accepted I did this the other today with somebody I said you know gay people uh, you know to consenting adults right it doesn't fucking matter to you does it matter to me no it doesn't matter right to consenting adults I said what about to consenting real relatives like a stepbrother and a stepsister. Well, no, that's gross. I go, yeah, it's fucking gross. But two consenting adults. And he had stopped there and had to think about it for a second. Like, yeah, it don't fucking matter. Either way, you dress nice. And you don't have to dress like a fucking suit and everything. It will help. You know, you, you don't have to go around looking and then blaming it. Here's the thing. You're lo it's luxist. That's all it is. It's like you look like a, you just have to make an illusion that you are a, a, a law-abiding citizen. You know, don't look the part that they're looking for. Otherwise, you just try to be invisible to them. You think just because you're black skin that they look at you? like, And then they come up with this thing. Black people don't commit all that much crimes. You look in the fucking jail system. How many blacks are in the jail system? 
compared to whites? Is it because the whites get off and then the blacks have to get uh, institutionalized? The only answer they come up with. Now the answer is that most, you know, more people of color commit more crimes at a higher rate and they kill each other more. It, it's that simple. It's sad. Fucking super sad. And I get it. Uh, when I drove my vehicle, when it didn't have registration up to date, I would always be looking for cops. You know, I've, I'm breaking the law. I felt the bias that, you know, you feel afraid of the cops. But if I was to get pulled over, I would totally just abide. I always have my hands on the steering wheel. You, you just don't give them any reason to do anything. They don't want to hurt you. They don't want to do this. They're people like you, you know. I wouldn't want to hurt somebody. But just please, you got to understand. Consequences. You know, I'm not probably going to get called racist, sexist, you know, all the, all the things. I'm not. I'm simply not. I just have a different opinion based on what I'm seeing around me. Uh, you can call me a racist. Then I can say, well, then you, then you have to believe that there's a reverse racism, which a lot of them won't believe in. Oh, no, black people aren't. No, we have black, the Black Panthers, and that's reverse racism. And if you say that I'm racist... It, then if you believe that, then you'd have to believe in reverse racism then too. That someone of a different race can hate, you know, black people or – it's just weird. Like it's not just pe – I don't – it's not black people, red people, yellow people, white people. It's just I just don't like some people. Is it that – is that – and I don't hate them. I'm not trying to kill them. I'm not trying to keep them from doing anything. It's like I have my own life to live, and it's not going to be under your goddamn fucking terms, you know. There's way more. There's so many people out there. You're wasting your fucking time with all this bullshit racism. Because what's going to come out of it? What do you now? Starbucks is closing down all their fucking stores, or most of them, for this uh, racial biased fucking bullshit training. And so, what would happen when it come when it happens again? What do you do then? You keep saying, "Oh, well, they went to this training, and then Starbucks will close some more, and then Starbucks is just going to stop this lose business because." People are just don't want to pay the $2 for a cup of joe so you can take a piss. And I get it. You know, some people at that, oh, I've gone into a Starbucks and I've uh, gone straight to the bathroom and then I uh, got in line because who wants to put their cup down on the table and then go to the bathroom? Or that's the biggest thing. It's like who's going to wait there and get, get a cup and sit there and then go to the bathroom and leave their cup or take it with them, which is gross. No, 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 no. You get in line. You order. Then you go to the bathroom and wait for while you wait for your your drink. Then you go sit down once you have your uh, your drink, or you if they've given it to you before you ordered, because they probably expect that you're probably you probably need to go, so they'll give it to you, knowing that you're probably just gonna come back and stand right in front of them and order something, but not in this case. These people sat down and uh, these two gentlemen sat down for 15 minutes before they asked to go to the bathroom, and at that point she asked, "You need to buy something, or I can't give you this." And then it turned into why? Because I'm black. And then we have a fucking debacle. And people go, this is racist. This is not proof of racism. Matter of fact, uh, the bar, the barista, she's a social justice warrior anyways. You know, she's feminist. Me too kind of fucking thing. Pink pussy hat. You know, she's with the Black Lives Matter movement. But no, now all of a sudden someone that's like that had, now she's all, what, is she uh 
uh, right wing. It just fits your agenda so fucking well. Ridiculous. Well, that's it. Well, I'm going to keep doing one of these shows all the time. I don't know how often I'm going to do them, but for now I'm going to put them out whenever I can think of them. It's going to be political talk. Uh, it's going to be about current eventations and, uh, you know, just the important issues I think that are right now shaping the future of the country and uh, how we need to protect some of the things that are still here and not uh, what's to come. Uh, just, just some of my thoughts, throwing them out as I go along. So if you guys enjoyed, drop me an email. Uh, you can just go to emergencyexitpodcast.com and you can find the contact page. Hit me up. This has been Low Speaks. I'm Los. That's right.